0: What's up? We're back. We are here with our part series. It's Sierra and Mimi. And this is the last part of our part series, if you've been here since the beginning. And it's the part of Nemesis.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Can that be the title? Part of Nemesis.
0: (laughs) That's literally what I have typed in our notes, guys.
1: (laughs) So if you're listening, you know what the title is, but we'll figure it out yeah we put a little bit of space between this the last part and uh and this last part, but I'm excited to get into it. It's um what was the one that we kind of touched it was about enemies, and I figured that that would be what part of nemesis is, but yeah. there's some interesting it was part to of necessity necessity thank you yeah
0: yeah yeah we we did touch on literal like you know enemies when it comes to part of necessity but part of nemesis is actually different and Mm -hmm. whatever titling things that don't fully fully make sense but we're here to dive in and explain a little bit more of what part of nemesis means and so if you haven't checked out any of our part series go back and start with part of fortune that's where you get the most info on what it even means part of nemesis, part of fortune, part of necessity, all of that. And it's also often known as the lot of nemesis, the lot of fortune. Mm -hmm. They're known as both the parts and the lots. And yeah, so go ahead and check that out. And if you don't follow us already on all the socials, check us out on Instagram at the Stars Made podcast. We're also on TikTok at the Stars Made podcast. And you'll get a little info later about our badass Patreon. But check us out on Patreon at patreon.com slash Stars Do It. Second podcast over there. Awesome Discord community. And yeah, we love to get to know our awesome patrons over there.
1: Yeah, yeah. I feel like we share a lot of details about ourselves that That you don't really get too much in the public episodes too
0: yeah and if you think we share too much of ourselves in the public episodes (laughs) and you want more just wait (laughs) come and join us (laughs) yeah uh but yeah Uh, so let's get into
1: the calculation of the part of nemesis so again like sierra said go check out the part of fortune if you want a more detailed if you haven't already like a more detailed look at how we calculate these parts or lots um but basically if you were born during the day so if your son is on the top half of your chart between the ascendant and the descendant then we're going to add the degree of your ascendant plus your part of fortune and then we're subtracting saturn from that so you definitely want to have your part of fortune already calculated by the time that you do this calculation if you were born at night we're going to take that ascendant we're going to add saturn and then we're going to subtract the part of fortune and this part of nemesis is associated with saturn and i think it's really interesting that it's also incorporating part of fortune which is associated with the moon so we're kind of It is an inner world, like an inner nemesis in a way. It, it's a more emotional connection to what we dislike to see in the world.
0: And I love that Saturn is the player here, because if you've listened mm-hmm. to the series, you'll know that each part has has a buddy, a buddy planet that we focus on and, you know, mm-hmm. comes into the calculation. And so Saturn is the the planet that's coming into the calculation here. And I also will yeah. say that the math brains of the world and how to calculate all of your um your ascendant, fortune, Saturn, all of that in using the 360-wheel zodiac, I am not part of that world of being able to easily me understand. Neither.
1: I have a key written in my notes because I'm like, this is going too far for me. So definitely okay. go and continue yeah. your sentence.
0: No, I like I've so that's that makes me feel better because I always say that yeah. Mimi is my math brain person. And so for the math brains <laughs> of the world, you know, having a math brain person saying, hey, like it's, you know, sometimes like tricky for me to calculate. I have at least in the past couple parts checked it with an online calculator and I have found mm-hmm. it to be accurate by one yeah. degree pretty much every yes. time that I've done this. And so that is astroseek.com. It's Astro-Seek. And if you type in the um, uh, the like lots or parts calculator, I have found that to be accurate for anybody who wants to just plop in their information
1: and and just make sure so that you put it in the right way. Have, so because we both have day charts, have have you found that it was accurate with night charts too?
0: Yes, because it allows you to put in which you are adding and subtracting. It allows
1: you to choose the oh, order. Oh, amazing.
0: Yes. Okay, And great. so whether you have a day chart or a night chart, just pay attention to if you are going to, you know, what order those placements go in. Yeah. And, yeah, the AstroSeek calculator I have found to be accurate for anybody who wants to check that out.
1: I love that. What a good tool for… For the people who don't feel like they have to prove themselves like the Aries placements to me do, <laughs> <to, laughs> I don't know why, but I'm like, if we were in an Apocalypse and didn't have any computers, I need to be able to calculate the part of Nemesis. <laughs> oh, if you, you know, in Apocalypse, you have other things to worry about than me. <laughs> I
0: so appreciate that. And there is part of me that really, I mean, the whole Capricorn part of me that really appreciates knowing how things are done, you know, in the old Mm -hmm. ways and everything. But then there's just some sort of lazy factor that kicks in. And I'm like, if I need to know that, I'll learn how to do it. And I don't need to know that right now. That's great.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I just love a cheat code. Like I have it I have it in my notes app as 0 Aries, 30 Taurus, 60 Gemini and so on. Love and then it. the other thing that I allow myself a cheat code for, sorry, this is a bit of a tangent, is the perfection wheel. I have a printed perfection wheel out on my yes. on my desk because those are things that it's like you can't just multiply, oh, Gemini is the third sign times 30. That's not the case because from 0 to 30 is Aries. Aries doesn't start at 30. So it's nice to just have that little bit of a cheat code for anybody out there who is a math brain and wants to have a cheat in their system to be able to do it themselves. That's, that's how I do it.
0: Yeah. And I'm really glad that we can kind of confirm with both of the ways, you know, you're doing it. the, You know, the, the written way and I'm doing it the let's plop it into this already existing calculator and see if if Mimi says it's good.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I appreciate that. I have loved in discord. People have been like, Mimi, can you check my math? And I'm like, this is honestly in another life. I'm a math teacher. And I love that.
0: Love it. Love it. And I was like (laughs) the elementary teacher that was like, fuck, I got to teach math again. You know, like, Oh God, God.
1: <laughs>
0: Anyways, right, we're former yuck, students never heard that. And um let's get going.
1: <laughs> Math is very useful.
0: <laughs> Math is very useful, and I would love for somebody else to teach it. So there we go. <laughs> mm-hmm. There you go. There it is. Uh, well, for the part of Nemesis and also for all the parts, we just want to give a shout out to Oracular Jake. So much great information. Really source. And especially for this part of Nemesis. And so just like we mentioned before, it's the spirit of Saturn coming to play mm-hmm. with this part series for this particular part of Nemesis. And to quote from Oracular Jake, we have that from a technical standpoint, the lot of Nemesis signifies heavy topics, things that weigh on you, things that are stolen, burdens, loss, death, everything conquered, jail, confinement, etc. Which that's yeah that's a lot but then an overview of just the spiritual standpoint as opposed to the technical standpoint having is the consequences of your actions and so i think we can see that in relation to those heavy topics of you know burdens loss, death confinement it's what weighs
1: on you it really is like the shadow side of saturn because it doesn't really deal so much with rewards or any like that saturn does also indicate of uh you know good karma too it's really like these are the struggles that we experience throughout life in a way
0: yeah and i actually i love that you brought that up because i'm going to get into the mythology in a little bit and and also just speaking of teaching and everything i something that i always kind of put into play as a teacher it was just the consequences part which mm-hmm. man i got so much saturn in my chart so much capricorn you know saturn dominant and consequences for me were i always wanted to turn that around to not be a negative where consequences mm-hmm. are neutral you do this action and here's the consequence positive or negative negative. and that is kind of like when i get into the mythology that's a little piece of it because you know whether you do this action or that action each action has a consequence to it and that is so saturn but i do think with nemesis like you said it is focusing more on the shadow sides but i'm curious as we talk about it if we can see it from the just consequence neutral side as well because that does come into play a little mm-hmm. bit with the mythology
1: yeah and also for anybody who hasn't listened to any of the other part series these are really useful when you're looking at transits that are touching on your parts so for example if you have a saturn transiting over your part of nemesis these themes are coming up through harder lessons that are asking you to mature if this is uh you know, Mercury going over transit or transiting over the part of Nemesis. Maybe it's more of a mental growth or mental hurdle that we're overcoming.
0: Ooh, love that! Yeah, I really like you know when we looked like, at our transits for the different yeah lots and different parts.
1: Yeah, I didn't bring any because I haven't. Um, I haven't really been to jail. I don't know. That was like the thing that no. really. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> 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 to stop myself here <laughs> um i guess i could have looked into other things because i will say that i have you know had burdens or we well, everyone's experienced loss so i could have looked at transits for that um but i do have some thoughts on my personal lot of nemesis that we'll get to but more from oracular jake the word nemesis comes from the greek nemein nemein which means to give what is due or to dispense justice and that yeah. was something that i found really interesting when researching lot of nemesis that It wasn't so much enemies in like you know Romeo and Juliet or Montague and Capulet like their enemies, their fated enemies. It was more a disrespect due to injustice and like creating enemies from a place of not respecting each other. Yes, what's up Saturn? Yeah, yeah.
0: Like that respect factor. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, it's the. and then he continues to say it is the feeling of resentment inspired by those who commit crimes with what seems like impunity or as a result of undeserved good fortune. So we kind of get a little bit of jealousy and envy there too.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and I'm loving I'm loving how this is going to come into play with the with the mythology of it because it's almost like the undeserved good fortune, it's kind mm-hmm. of a, you know, thinking that you're better than somebody. And that Mm -hmm. comes into play, Uh, not Mm -hmm. quite thinking that you're better than somebody, but like a thinking that the consequences don't apply to you. And therefore I can do blank.
1: I think it speaks a lot on privilege. Yeah. And just like on whether it's deserved or undeserved, it's privilege, you know, and knowing that like another person or group of people have have gained more because of that privilege or where they started was, you know, further up the line.
0: And it's interesting because I just know, like, not that we're talking about fortune right now, but like the goddess Fortuna is very much like Mm -hmm. associated with the wheel of fortune and is kind of luck. You know, she's blindfolded as, you know, this goddess is blindfolded and she kind of doles out luck. It's a little bit like, you know, the, wheel, literally the wheel of fortune, you know, it's try your chance. And this is coming so much more from a place of that justice and that very, um particular like Saturn energy of like I've been watching I've seen what you've done what you've done Mm -hmm. I've seen what you've done and like now here are the consequences for your actions
1: yeah yeah very interesting
0: Welcome back to please don't skip this ad for our awesome Patreon group. (laughs) We would love to have you guys as a part of our community. We are chatting with people on our Discord. We have a whole second podcast over there, and it's a
1: really, really good time. Yeah. If you like the vibe of The Stars Made Me Do It, you'll definitely love Transits and Tangents, which you can find on Spotify and sign up through Spotify. It takes you directly to Patreon. There are three tiers that you can choose from. You could be a pop star for just three bucks. It's basically a cheap diner coffee where you just get access to the Discord community and you can chat with us at any point we're there day and night it's a lot and then you can get episodes five days early every week too so you can hear the episodes that come out on sunday on tuesday every week and then you can also just support the firestorm which we would love our second tier is the rock stars for 6 bucks. Consider this like a Starbucks coffee. Again, you can join us on Discord, you get early access, but you also get exclusive episodes every other week. So you get 50% access to all of the second podcast. And then our last tier, the third tier, it's our superstars, the most popular. It's only 9 bucks a month. This is like your favorite local coffee house with all the bells and whistles. You get the Discord, you get early access, and you get 100% of the exclusive episodes every week. You can also guest on an episode if you want. Uh, where we do some analysis, which we're basically talking about on Discord all the time anyway.
0: We have such a fun Discord community, such a fun Patreon community. It is really like... All the all the behind the scenes chat that we get to do. We talk about fun different analysis that maybe we'll do one day on the podcast. But we also get to know you. And that way when we're going Mm -hmm. over the transits of the week and we're talking about the astrological weather report, it's not just about us, it's about you. And so if you're interested in how the planets are actually affecting you on a personal level, then this is really the place to join us. Also, we just (laughs) it's a lot of chatty good times and it's a little it's a little more silly and so we got super education of what's going on and we have silly get to know us really like we're a community over there so check us out we'd love Mm -hmm. to have you and we do have free trial going on if you'd like to dabble and see what it's like
1: yeah seven days free trial so go join us on patreon.com slash the stars made me do it and now back to the show Mm -hmm. i know there's more to ruminate on like the jealousy versus justice thing, like is it fair for somebody to Ah, uh, yeah, I feel like there's still so much to sit on. I'm curious to see the mythology of it.
0: Yeah. So so much of this connects to mythology, which I love. So the mythology of nemesis i got a lot of these sources from wikipedia and nemesis quote was the goddess who personified retribution for the sin of hubris which is the arrogance before mm. the gods which like we get into later basically kind of like what i was saying of about undeserved good fortune if you think you're better than the gods the gods are going to smite you down and so that mm. like there was a retribution for the sin yes yes exactly And so there is a whole element of privilege, like you said, but without, it seems like there's a complete lack of gratitude that brings that, you know, there's no thank you to God of so-and-so for helping me with this. It was just like, you know, I did this all on my own. And then nemesis. Yeah. Arrogance. Exactly. And just, there's always debate in mythology of, the origin of gods and goddesses and lots of different stories. But it is generally agreed that Nemesis is considered the daughter of Nyx and Nyx is goddess of the night. And I just I like that image. I like that image of (laughs) Nemesis being, you know, the daughter of the night. And something about that makes me think of even when you thought no one was watching, like I saw you like I saw you do that. And and you still are going to be going to be held accountable for what you did when you thought nobody was watching and mm. so another quote here is that the word nemesis originally meant the distributor of fortune neither good nor bad, simply in due proportion to each according to what was deserved which like I just love that so much because it's exactly what I was talking about when it comes to consequence like this is yeah. the distributor it's of such what a you judge
1: deserve. archetype yeah.
0: Yeah, which is fascinating with like the Saturn and the moon coming into play.
1: Yeah, and also Saturn being exalted in Libra, you know, like knowing that Saturn works best when it is in this very impersonal but fair sign. And it's uh, dispelling retribution or dispelling consequences based off of actions, not based off of character
0: yes yes and so like that was the original kind of meaning behind nemesis and then later continuing this quote later nemesis came to suggest the resentment caused by any disturbance of this right proportion the sense of justice that could not allow it to pass unpunished and so again we're feeling the shadow side here and i'm my sagittarius ass is going to choose to see the light side of that too like if you do something really good that shouldn't go quote unquote unpunished either that should be you know a yeah some sort of notice but i think
1: more looking at part of victory if we're if we're looking at positive consequences
0: yes so i just it's interesting how at first the idea of you know the goddess nemesis just came from hey here's what you did and here's what you get and then it kind Mm -hmm. of has turned into that more shadow side like you said and so most of us know the story of narcissus when it comes to mythology and the one that you know was <laughs> obsessed story with of himself. narcissus
1: when it comes to harry potter but oh that's Narcissa. I, oh no i thought you were Pot gonna heads say don't come for me
0: No, I thought you were going to say when it comes to narcissists, and I just was (laughs) Also true.
1: (laughs) Also know the story of narcissists when it comes to narcissists.
0: But that is, I mean, narcissists, and then, yeah, narcissists, when it's like everything's Mm -hmm. all about me, you know, this is like, I am the, anyways, but so the most of us know that story, but basically going to quote here, Nemesis enacted divine retribution on Narcissus for his vanity. After he rejected the advances of the nymph Echo, Nemesis lured him to a pool where he caught sight of his own reflection and fell in love with it, eventually dying. And so, but that's, that's exactly right. But like Nemesis, (laughs) uh, sorry, Narcissus was so obsessed with himself that like it was like nobody could possibly be like deserving of me and then all I want is somebody who's at my level like deserving of me and then nemesis was like bitch okay fine and so (laughs) uh and made it like this is your consequence then I'm this is what you asked for but it's not really what you asked for and so like caught reflection caught sight of his own reflection and is like I'm the only one
1: flaws to punish him
0: yeah but also like you know, oh, the, I am the ideal, therefore I've become obsessed with me, but therefore mm. I can't get out of it because I finally am in that obsession and it's my my downfall.
1: I'm so curious then with this part of nemesis, is this a sense of duty that we have or is it how we, I think it's more how we are not punished, but how we receive consequences or what we receive consequences for?
0: I'm I'm very curious to get into that because I can see it for both when I think about my personal uh, mm-hmm. part of Nemesis because I can see that as how I consider the you know <laughs> the the consequences. Mine like we'll get yeah. to it, but mine's in Capricorn, and I feel like that's so me to be like <laughs> you know follow the rules and do what you should. And, and then there's, there's a whole nother Maybe that's
1: because like going, you know, we talked about this in um, the last part series, but how there's a flip side, like maybe we do that because we have been taught that if we don't do it, we get consequences, you know, totally. Yeah. Well
0: before we get into our personal placements any farther which i'm so excited to like get into and talk about because it's so that flip side that we got into with nemesis is just really fascinating but
1: sorry Um, necessity
0: yes and they're confusing yeah they're ends dealing with revenge and so (laughs) (laughs) maybe that's the title of this episode um And so just the last little bit about Nemesis from mythology and how the goddess Nemesis is depicted, she is depicted, quote, she is portrayed as a winged goddess wielding a whip or a dagger. And so, again, this Mm. just goes farther into that shadow side and the consequences side and not the light, you know, oh, hey, you did this. Here's your reward. But more of that. I saw what you did and here's your consequence
1: for it and that's so interesting like thinking about those two weapons when you see a dagger you know that's like close contact violence basically and it's almost like you don't bring a dagger unless you know that you are going to succeed or that you're close up and you have your shot whereas with a whip it's not about you know ending somebody's life gosh just took a really dark turn but it is a lot of nemesis um it's more about it's really about punishment yeah
0: yeah, I do feel like punishment is a is a big part of this because she's also depicted quote as the goddess of proportion and as the avenger of crime and she has as attributes a measuring rod, a bridle, scales, a sword, a scourge which is essentially a whip, and she rides in a <laughs> chariot drawn by griffins. Hello, Ooh.
1: love Where's that image. Where's Avengers movie?
0: Right. Like, seriously, <laughs> a chariot drawn by griffins. Loving that. Loving that. But yeah, but the whole idea of, you know, having all of these tools.
1: Depression.
0: How Saturn. Yeah. Yeah. But something about the, I guess, the neutrality that you brought up, you know, or the, mm. maybe neutrality isn't exactly the word that I'm seeking, but. There's a here's the action. And here's the impartiality.
1: It's like, yeah,
0: here's my tool belt. And depending on what the quote unquote crime was, will determine what your punishment is, you know, like, and Mm -hmm. I'm coming prepared for the little crimes or the big crimes. And I don't know, it just seems like she's got this arsenal with her and is showing up like you know I just am picturing lightning strikes in a chariot with griffins and then (laughs) (laughs) and then has all of this like you know kind of scary tool belt of like all right exactly yeah exactly
1: so so tell me about your how you have like what you found with your part of nemesis
0: yeah my part of nemesis is in capricorn it's 17 degrees capricorn and most of my Capricorn is in later degrees, let me real quick, real quick. yeah,
1: because it's not conjunct really, any of your
0: I have so it's at seventeen degrees, Capricorn, and the only thing that I mean you know it's it's just like chilling it's chilling right in between my Neptune and my Saturn actually because my mm. Neptune's at twelve degrees and my Saturn's at twenty one degrees and so oh, and okay, then my yeah. Saturn is conjunct my moon, and so it really is just sandwiched in there and I just. Like I needed another Capricorn placement, people. Come on. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> although most of my lots parts, you know, have been yeah. Aquarius. So it's, I, I accidentally, when I first calculated it, I, I like didn't type in the right place as, that I was born. And I was like, are you mm-hmm. kidding me? Aquarius again? And I was like, no, how is that possible? Because we're using Saturn this time. And I was like, oh, because you didn't put that in right, Sierra. Good self-check. And so, <laughs> but the Capricorn is interesting. Yeah, check your
1: hubris. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: well, I was going really... say as a total tangent. I have only ever been accused of having hubris by narcissists. I feel like that's a word only in narcissists' vocabulary. <laughs>
0: Love, love like that random connection of like,
1: <laughs> oh, that's funny. I mean, it's not, but it is. No, it's oh, hilarious. Man. We laugh. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, Hoping.
0: I mean, as far as having my part of nemesis in Capricorn and it mm. being in between my Neptune and my Saturn, it just feels like. I think that that's why so much of my Saturn, which is touching my moon, which, you know, basically it's just part of my stellium, essentially. It's it's activating shit. It's activating my Capricorn stellium. But I really do have such a consequences – like actions have consequences mentality. And I really, really struggle when, you know – an action, especially if it's a bad action, if it's an unfair, unjust action, does not have appropriate consequences. And I do feel such a compulsion to, I don't, I don't want to say like enact it myself, but it's more like I have to speak on it. It's like, how did we not, how did this person get away with it? How did nobody, you know, there's very traditional Capricorn, you know, like, but this is the way that it was quote unquote supposed to be. And mm. that's not the way that they did it. So why isn't anybody, you know, they cheat. If somebody cheats, oh my gosh, I'm the last person that would mm-hmm. ever cheat, you know? And and that's something where I, I just like things that don't follow the quote unquote rules. Like a
1: disrespect of the label of relationship.
0: Yeah, a disrespect of, you know, that, a disrespect the of the quo. rules. I feel like it's the rules. Like there's something about that where... I am such, I mean, my Sagittarius placements come in sometimes, you know, and they're like, but the rules are stupid. So fuck that. But like in general, (laughs) in general, I feel like these are the rules. They're here for a reason. They are, they've been put in place because they were well thought out. You know, like, I I feel like this is very much a remembering, you know, my teacher days episode. But as a teacher, I would like first day of school, you know, have a group group. Meeting basically with my students, like my, like nine year old, 10 year old students. And I'm like, we're going to make the class rules. And if we all agree on the class rules, then they're fair. And if everybody, and if anybody breaks a class rule, you agree that the consequences that we agreed on will be enacted. And so there was kind of like, there, there is that (laughs) neutrality of, you know, I'm not trying to make I'm I'm trying to make this as fair as possible. And there's going to be consequences for our actions, good or bad. You do your homework, you get this positive point. You don't do your homework, you get this negative point. And I feel like for me and holding myself to those standards, I really, it feels very Capricorn.
1: I'm kind of like going off of something you said, but I'm curious, like, why did that come to be? Was that enacted on you? And almost like, going back to the jealousy point and this isn't specifically about you just like in general about part of nemesis like is there a sense of jealousy towards people who can get away with things that you can't get away with you know because you're part of nemesis as in capricorn you can't get away with breaking rules so there's a sense of jealousy of or like almost projecting that onto others as well
0: I think that this goes to that uh, jealousy and versus justice, because I do have such a like if something doesn't feel fair, the injustice of that and maybe Mm -hmm. and maybe jealousy can be, um, you know, connected to that. I would say in general. Maybe. But I feel mm-hmm. stronger the injustice feeling than the jealousy feeling because I because Capricorn is such a I worked hard for it sign. It's like I don't want to have gotten away with it. I want you to have noticed that I did everything right. So maybe right. that's what it is. Maybe that's like the the jealousy part of it is I want to be noticed that I did everything right. Not that somebody else cheated their way to it or yeah whatever. Well, it's interesting,
1: know? too, at 17 degrees, that's a Leo degree. So it is about yeah mm-hmm. the self, too, like wanting to be recognized for having beat the system or beat the system at its own game
0: and also when you ask like where did that come from like i'm both my parents are freaking capricorns and so Mm -hmm. i feel like there is such a you know i was really instilled or i had such a i don't know rules and and fairness and if we do this then we have this you know if we Mm -hmm. do what's right then we get the reward. If we do what's wrong, then we get the consequence. And so I think that it definitely comes from parenting. And when you're, when you're in, you know, uh, I mean, I'm an only child, like it was just me and my parents. And so when that is the world that I grew up in, and it was fair. And then, you know, if that doesn't happen in the real world, then it's like, wait, what? (laughs) You know? Yeah. So I think that could definitely come from the, the Capricorn home in which I grew up in too
1: yeah it was such a a home base a foundation yeah absolutely what about you very interesting so yeah my my part of nemesis is in Pisces and it's at zero degrees so it's actually exactly conjunct my descendant even though it's out of sign so my descendant is is in the last minute like literally the last minute of Aquarius so they're within a minute degree of each other And I thought this was interesting, having it be conjunct my descendant, because I think that um, I just going to like Pisces and conjunct the descendant, which has to do with our relationships and other people, I feel the need to always act from a place of compassion and kindness towards others, regardless of if they've been good or bad to me in a way or you know like I tend to trust the good in people um a lot more and I think that I tend to feel like yeah the same injustice feeling again it's not really jealousy or envy but it is it is an injustice when I see other people succeed by stomping on other people or when I see people get away with being so rude and unkind and uncaring it really, really grinds my gears.
0: (laughs) I (laughs) get so
1: angry that I'm like, how can you continue in a positive trajectory when you're not, you know, treating people with kindness and compassion. And I do really have this thing and it kind of goes to my devil's advocate, um, trait that I I'm I recognize that I have when somebody offers like a piece of information about somebody that's not in the room, I immediately have to imagine that that person is in the room and talk about them in that way. Like, how would they receive that piece of information that someone just said, regardless of if I like them or not? I'm like, would I say this in front of them? Would I talk about somebody in the way that like, we are if they were in the room too. And I know that if I ever like, whatever, talk shit or, you know, have a negative thing to say that I wouldn't feel comfortable saying in front of somebody else. Like if I'm venting or something, I immediately have such a big sense of guilt. I'm like, Oh my God, I can't believe I just said that. And if they were here, like that would be so unkind, so uncaring. Like, and I, and I, it's almost like my sense of punishment or consequence is definitely, uh, guilt, which is very Pisces in nature. Um, I definitely guilt myself a lot. Um, and it's like, (laughs) I don't need a lot of nemesis to guilt me because I do it myself. (laughs) I'm really skilled at that.
0: (laughs) That's interesting, though, that you brought up the you punish yourself. Because I'm thinking about that coming into play with this, like, part of nemesis where, you know, Capricorn has the, you know, success driven Mm -hmm. energy. And if you don't succeed, you're a failure. And man, do I have that tendency to think, that I'm a failure if I don't succeed at something and the mm. fact that it is hanging out next to my Saturn and hanging out next to my Neptune, which can also just make things confusing. That
1: <laughs> makes sense. I think the Neptune makes sense because Neptune and Pisces are both signs or planets in the 12th house of self-undoing where mm-hmm. no one else has to unravel you. You'll do it for yourself. Oh, so yeah. I think that it being conjunct that Neptune makes sense.
0: Yeah, like my my husband will say that to me. He's like, You're punishing yourself for no reason. Like when I yeah. get really upset about, you know, if I didn't succeed in something. And he's like, You're mean to yourself all by yourself. Nobody else is being mean to you right now. Nobody else mm-hmm. thinks this. Why are you doing this to yourself, you know? So you're right, that whole like being next to Neptune. Neptune's hard to grasp because Neptune's hard to grasp.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, literally—that's the whole point to it. Yeah, if you get a thought about Neptune, hold on to it.
0: But I like—I like that you brought that up of the self. You know, when because we're talking here about the the consequences, though, mm-hmm. I I do wonder if that is because we both have that you know Pisces slash Neptune influence, or yeah. if the lot part of Nemesis has a a consequence that we enact on ourselves when we don't live up to whatever those standards or expectations are. Well, I think are.
1: That's, a, that's a conversation or a discussion about like the modernization of the parts, you know, because yeah. in the past, like people were too busy. I mean, sure, people had feelings and would, you know, have guilt and shame because religion, but people would more await their punishment in more external ways whereas now we really do internalize a lot of emotion and a lot of other people's actions and we do punish ourselves so i feel like that's more of a modern take which i'm definitely here for yeah another thing with the pisces a lot of nemesis conjunct the descendant is um like on the enemies factor <laughs> i could be kind of paranoid sometimes <laughs> so like, the paranoia <laughs> um and also the fact in whole sign this is in my eighth house like having a deep-seated paranoia about like my relationships and always questioning like do they really do they you know are they really the relationships that I think they are or is this just like a long game to con me and you know
0: trust well, issues <laughs> yeah and I also feel like it being conjunct your descendant just with people in general the people in your life but with pisces having so much compassion and pisces being this mirroring sign and taking on the emotions of other people that can come into this you know am i punishing myself for what what like these feelings are they Mm -hmm. even mine in the first place you know have i taken this on or is it my own true feelings and that can i mean that's again with that neptune
1: pisces fog and feeling the consequence of absorbing other people's emotions. That's been mm-hmm. a huge lesson that I've that I've learned throughout life. Yeah, very fascinating. I'm curious what other people's part of nemesis are and how parts of nemesis. So it was parts of nemesis or parts of nemesis. We've never determined what the plural never. of these parts are. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so it is what it is. Yeah, it, it was kind of fascinating to look at because... It's not exactly conjunct my Saturn. In fact, it's not even within orb because my Saturn's at eight degrees of Pisces. Um, But it's just interesting to see another influence because back when I was a fully Placidus girly, my Saturn was in the seventh house. And now that I'm a flip-flopper, it's in the eighth house or seventh house. And this Pisces lot of nemesis conjunct the descendant just gives me a little bit of validation that regardless of the housing system I mm-hmm. do you do see these themes show yes. up in my life you know
0: yes yes absolutely yeah that's something interesting too because for my i mean I'm I'm more placidus than anything and this is happening in my first house but it would be happening in my second house in, mm-hmm, whole, sign. in whole sign and that's still something I'm playing with with that capricorn in second house and whole sign because I really do feel it in my first house because I, I will continue to play with it in my second house, but speaking from a first house perspective, it really is me, (laughs) which that Leo degree, like you said, but Mm -hmm. it's me following the rules or if somebody else didn't, and it's, it's bringing it back to me. It's in comparison to me or what I think to be the embodiment of that truth or, you know, how I approach things, how I've learned. It's a very, um, you know, approach to the world in that first house Mm. area, or I, I can relate to, I relate all my Capricorn in that way, but either way, because it's conjunct the Saturn, which is then conjunct my moon, it really just gets to such a deep place, which moon is always personal, you know, and my Saturn and my moon can't exist without one another. And so it just gets down to that deep personal, you know, you're being so mean to yourself, you're punishing yourself here
1: it's so interesting yeah because this nemesis is dealing with obviously saturn but because it's also dealing with the part of fortune it's dealing with the moon too because part mm-hmm. of fortune is used calc- or calculated using the moon so there is that again it brings it back to that inner world and that inner inner sense of duty and consequence yeah i'm also wondering because just going back to the enemy's factor or you know hatred factor which is a word that you see when you're researching this word um the idea of this is what people hold on to, like, this is what people who consider themselves your enemy hold on to as the reason that you're their enemy. Ooh. Yeah. I'm like, who are my enemies? Mine are hidden and not shown to me because it's Pisces, I think. But that's also my paranoia.
0: <laughs> I know. I'm like, or you don't have any. <laughs> yeah. And you really think yeah. you do. <laughs>
1: they're all my enemies (laughs) they're just not showing themselves
0: (laughs) oh this is so interesting though because i have had like i mean interesting relationships with like boss figures and Mm -hmm. and mine's in capricorn
1: you know and well i forget what yeah and also a whole sign with plat or or, yeah with whole sign being your second house which has to do with your job what you do for income
0: yeah and i can see that um you know like my one it was my Saturn return, which okay, hello, part of nemesis activated because yeah. it was also conjunct my part of nemesis, my Saturn's return was also conjunct that if it's conjunct my Saturn, but it really did have to do with um like boss figure like mm-hmm. essentially accusing me of not doing my job, and yeah, it was just such and complete utter bullshit because I was doing more than three times my job. And so it was this, but it makes sense then because there's this like self-worth that it comes down to like, oh my God, am I not doing my job? Am I have, you know, do I deserve this kind of question
1: yourself? Yeah.
0: It really makes me question myself. And then it was like, no, obviously like this person has no idea, literally is less qualified than me in this area of expertise. And I am doing my job. And the consequences are not going to be coming down on me. It's actually going to be coming down on them and I am leaving. And so that, but it's so interesting that it, absolutely was activated with that um with because I had pretty much like two Saturn's returns in the way of you know when Saturn went retrograde and direct and then and it passed over (laughs) and both and I know you're experiencing that presently but like
1: (laughs) yeah reach out (laughs) I'm going through my second Saturn return as you're listening
0: (laughs) but really I had two and I like looked back on it and I didn't realize I had two until I was like but what about that time because that was bad too and I looked back I was like oh shit no that was also a Saturn's return and both of them involved a like, a boss figure at two different jobs. And them being like, you need to do this thing. And me being like, Mm -hmm. that is absolutely not a requirement of mine. And I have been going above and beyond in every other way. And they were like, No, you haven't. And I was like, I'm sticking to my guns. I know, like, and that that kind of feels like it could be second house values, or it could be first house me personally, you know, really dealing with like, identity. Um, Mm -hmm. and, but that Capricorn theme of, you know, I, I'm following the rules. You're the one who's not. And, and it just, wow, that's really fascinating to think about with that Saturn conjunction.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. So that's fascinating. I really want to hear what other people have like when you deep dive into your own part of nemesis, because it is something that like, I'm, we can go through the signs, but I think it won't be nearly as in depth or as personal as the kind of exploration that you can do for yourself.
0: I kind of think in this case, what I would recommend to people instead of us just speculating through the signs Mm -hmm. would be to go and check out our back to basics archetype episode when you find Mm. your part of Nemesis and just the themes in general. So like I would, you know, go back and listen to the part two, which is going to talk about Capricorn and think about what Capricorn actually, like what those themes are and the archetype of Capricorn itself, because that could also help me separate it from being so close to my Saturn, even though of course they're going to be, or or Neptune, they're going to be interacting. Mm. But I think that that could be a really helpful tool. tool. Like if you calculate your part of Nemesis or any of these other parts, but with this one in particular, particular and go back and listen to the archetypes. And also you can go and go back and listen to our houses episode. Once you find out what house you're part of nemesis is Mm -hmm. in, because those two things combined are going to, I think, bring up a lot of insights in that way. Yeah. A lot of information.
1: Yeah. Wow. That's our part series. Woof. Seven parts. Yeah.
0: That's been, it's been really fascinating. It's been something that like, I don't, you know, I don't think we normally, It's not the first thing you look into when you're looking into your chart. And the more that we
1: look into it. There's really not that much information out there.
0: Yeah, there isn't. So we hope that we've, you know, put some information out there to the astrology community that can be helpful to people trying to look into their part series. and, And yeah, would love to know what you found out and also like mimi mentioned earlier if you go back over the transits of that time and you see Mm -hmm. like for me capricorn season mine's at 17 degrees so it would be towards the middle of capricorn season beginning of january you know what comes up for me during that time And, and if any transits were passing, or if you're listening to this in real time, that's literally when this episode comes out. So yay to me, (laughs) I'll check it out. But we, (laughs) the day that's crazy. (laughs) Literally. (laughs) Oh my God. We can't even, we can't even plan plan this. this. (laughs) It was just, even though we did plan it, like I didn't even, I didn't even know what my part of Nemesis was when we planned the date this episode was coming out. That's wild. But you know, Thinking about how, if you're listening to this in real time, the um, the, retro, the Mercury retrograde being Capricorn going back into Sagittarius. So I'm, I know that it's going to be activating some of my, you know, Mercury is going to be passing over that part of Nemesis. And so mm-hmm. you can look at the different transits happening. And if you are interested in seeing how those transits actually affect you on a personal level, don't forget to check us out on Patreon, free trial. And yes. we talk about that every week. Yeah, this has been fun. This has been fun. Thanks for being here for our part series.
1: Oh, I thought you were thinking me. I was like, of course.
0: Well, thank you, Mimi. For
1: <laughs> thank right you, Sierra. Happy New Year. <laughs> All right, Sierra. Why did we talk about the part of Nemesis today? Because the stars made us do it.